All right, welcome back to the podcast. I am Jesse. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals reporting to mandatory minicamp this week. Ladies and gentlemen, football is right around the corner. And just about, let's see, we got, see, we're in June, so we got July, August. So about two and a half months to go until the opener in Cleveland and Almost there, guys. Almost there. Now, listen, baseball is going well for the Reds right now. FC Cincinnati is going well for them and soccer. But I think majority of you guys want to listen and just talk about Cincinnati Bengals. And they reported a mini camp, mandatory mini camp on Tuesday. And you know what? This is what we needed as us fans because we're pretty much in the. I saw this post on Twitter the other night. We're in the dog days of sports because the Stanley Cup NHL playoffs ended with the Las Vegas Golden Knights winning the championship and then the Denver Nuggets winning the NBA championship. So right now we're in baseball season and the baseball is 162 games. That's a lot of freaking games. And like I said, the Reds are playing better baseball than we expected. They're very entertaining. But we're ready for football season. We're ready for NFL. We're ready for college football. And it's coming, guys. Just be patient. So, minicamp, mandatory, reported on Tuesday. And they'll have another one on Thursday. And they had they reported today as well. And then they'll be off until training camp, which will begin in late July. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow talked to the media I will talk to you about his quotes that he said. And also, Jonah Williams showed up, even during trade talks and et cetera. And also, the signing of Orlando Brown Jr. in the offseason during, during free agency. Jonah still was a participant, and he was there on Tuesday. And you know what? That's actually good news, because Jonah Williams could have easily said, nah, I'm not going to show up to minicamp and just basically tell the Bengals, hey, trade me. And he's been he's been in the reports of just a lot of trade talks. Well, not a lot of trade talks, but just pretty much. I think the only team that I thought that were interested or they were considering Jonah Williams was the New York Jets. But I think they're okay right now. So Jonah Williams will be a Cincinnati Bengal this upcoming season. And listen, he adds depth and. He had an injury-riddled 2022 season. He had a rough season overall, okay? But he is not the worst offensive lineman in football, okay? There's a whole lot of linemen out there that is worse than Jonah Williams. So if he can just stay healthy this year, then maybe that will help him for next season when it comes to offseason and somebody picking him up or, you know, Bengals might trade him. But like I said, the Cincinnati Bengals don't really trade players. So I think Jonah Williams will be probably just get signed by a team next offseason. So, but I'm glad he showed up. I really am. I think, I think because that he really loves the players in that locker room. He loves Zach Taylor and the coaches. I think that's why Jonah decided to come. And I think that's a good sign. So I think he's just trying to move past the offseason that he had, and now he's rehabbing. He said that he's close to 100%, so that's good news 
for Jonah Williams. So, like I said, if he's healthy this year and he can have a better year than he had last year, that's good news. And that smells just absolute positive vibes for the Bengals. I was trying to, I was trying to find a word for that. But I really hope, like, no bullshit aside, I really hope Jonah Williams has a good year this year. I really do. So, now, let's talk about Joe Burr. He was talking with the media on Tuesday after practice, and one media member for the Cincinnati media asked him about, you know, what is your goal specifically, like, this season and beyond? And Joe Burr said, being the best in the world. I think that's always been my goal. Yes, Joe Burrow wants to be the best player in the NFL football world. And I think that's always been his goal. And he also said that right now, he's like, I don't think there's any argument right now. It's Pat, meaning that Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the world. And he's the best quarterback, obviously, in the NFL. Joe Burrow said, until somebody has a better year than he's had, he's the one to knock off. And it's true. I mean, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. And yes, the Bengals lost to them in the AFC title game. Joe Burrow is still 3-1 in his career against Patrick Mahomes. But Mahomes has two Super Bowl rings. He has, I believe, three or four MVPs. I'm not sure. But he has multiple NFL MVPs. Joe Burrow doesn't. Joe Burrow doesn't have the Super Bowl ring. And you can tell... When he was talking with the media, there's a sense of urgency like like we need to win the Super Bowl this year, like now. And that's that's what the quote I'm going to read right now. He said, we've been there, done that. Now it's time to take the next step. I wouldn't say that it's extra motivation because we're motivated every game, every day, every year. I would say the sense of urgency has risen in that locker room. Me in the Bengals locker room. You know what? I like that. I really do. That means that it's Super Bowl or bust for the Cincinnati Bengals coming up in 2023. And that's a good thing to have because, listen, if you've been a Bengals fan as long as I have, and if you guys are listening to this podcast that have been Bengals fans for a long time, we have never had that type of expectations, you know, leading up to a season. Now, last year... That Super Bowl run was wild. Nobody expected that. And then last season coming into the year, I was thinking to myself, I didn't think there was going to be no Super Bowl hangover. I didn't think the Bengals were going to go back to the Super Bowl because it's very hard to get back to the ball in back-to-back seasons. Bengals almost did that last year. They lost to the Chiefs, like I said, in the AFC Championship game with off the line that had backups. And they only lost that game on a walk-off field goal. So the Bengals could have been back in the Super Bowl last year if that didn't happen. And then Tyler Boyd leaving the game with an injury early on. So I like how Joe Burrow said that there's a sense of urgency that, you know what, we are... Going after the Super Bowl this year, and that should be the goal. That should be the goal every single season. As long as Joe Burrow is the starting quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, the Bengals are Super Bowl contenders, okay? And that is the standard, and I love that. So, 
it's a good time, guys. It really is a good time to be a Bengals fan. Just knowing that there's high expectations. And as a fan, I love it. I love it. I don't like I'm not playing the game, so I should not be pressured. But as a fan, I don't feel no pressured. Like we should win the Super Bowl this year. Damn it. Okay. And every single year we should be as fans thinking, you know what? We're going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. It's not like, oh, let's just, you know, win the division. Well, first, yeah, you got to win the AFC North. It's going to be tough this year because Lamar Jackson's back and healthy. And then the Steelers have improved. And the Browns, you know, the Browns are there, but the Browns still have talent on their roster. And even though we won last year, they still give the Bengals fits during Joe Burrow's tenure here in Cincinnati. So the AFC North is one of the best divisions in football. So you got to win the division first. And then you got to get the one seed in the AFC. You have to. I am sick of going to Arrowhead Stadium. For the AFC title game. Like, I'm glad we won it. You know, in 2021. But last year, I really, really wanted that one seed. We didn't get it. You know, unfortunately, what happened in that Bills game on Monday night. I'm glad DeMar Hamlin's doing well. And that he's back in the football field. But, you know, if the Bengals and Bills played that game, that didn't happen, and then the Bengals won that game because I felt like the Bengals were going to win that game. I mean, the first offensive drive, the Bengals went right down the field. That was a statement drive. They would have win that game, then you wouldn't know what happened the last game of the season. So you got to get that one seed. You need to have home field advantage at Paycor Stadium. The AFC needs to run through Paycor Stadium. Not Arrowhead Stadium. It's literally becoming the Arrowhead Invitational. And I hate that. I hate that shit. And then, third and last, win the whole damn thing. Win the Super Bowl. Should have won against the Rams. Get redemption. Upcoming season. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, so, like I talked about, Jonah Williams returning. Like I said, he was rehabbing his kneecap injury that he suffered last season. He is close to 100% and plans to be ready for camp late next month for the first practice. Now, Jonah is going to be moving to right tackle to make room for Orlando Brown Jr., who is going to be playing at left tackle. So it gives this team eight offensive linemen who have started at least one NFL season and 10 who have started at least one playoff game. So that's a good luxury to have. And Jonah Williams and Orlando Brown have talked briefly before minicamp started on Tuesday. So this is what Jonah said. It's about being in the same O-line room fighting for one goal, just trying to get to know him, his approach, and his thought process to the system. Brown said, well, I'm sorry, that's what that's what Elena Brown said about Jonah. He said that Jonah is a competitor. I'm familiar with his game and his approach. I've got a lot of ton I got I got a ton of respect for him. He works his tail off. Love that. I love that. You know, I know that Jonah Williams was caught off guard that night when the Bengals out of nowhere signed Orlando Brown Jr. That report came out around, like, I believe, 10.45 p.m. on a Wednesday night, I believe. Or it was a Tuesday night. Whatever it is, it was late at night. And, yeah, 
I don't blame Jonah for feeling like, yo, like, why didn't you tell me this? Like, he felt like the miscommunication part were on the Bengals. And it was, you know? So he has every right to feel a different way when hearing that news on social media. But I'm glad that Jonah and Orlando have talked and Orlando Brown respects Jonah and he respects he respects his competitiveness and listen Jonah's not playing this year. He's playing for a potential contract next season with another team most likely. So he wants to ball out in 2023 and I'm here for it as long as it helps the Bengals win. And this is what Jonah said about Orlando Brown Jr. He said, watching the Chiefs, he's a great player. I'm happy to have him. Williams said, no hard feelings or anything like that. I'm looking forward to getting to know him better. And then Jonah said, continuing, I'll be happy to be a contributor on a team where I have so many great teammates. I love everyone in the room. Love the coaches. Love the fans. I'm stoked. So Jonah is obviously excited to be a Cincinnati Bengal this year. And that's pretty much what I wanted to hear from him, okay? Like, when he was talking to media in the locker room with a bunch of reporters and the cameras all up in his face, yeah, they're going to ask him, like, hey, what do you think about the Atlanta Brown signing? Like, where were you when that happened? You know, why didn't the Bengals didn't tell you, you know, ahead of time, all that stuff. But Jonah has said the right words so far. You know, we're, we're like, what, day two of minicamp? And he is not, like, causing, like, no drama. He is saying the right things. And you know what? He wants to be here. I think he wants to, like I said, he wants to do well this season. And also, he, his goal is also to get paid, but also to win a Super Bowl with the Bengals. So that's all he's thinking about. He's thinking about the team. He's thinking about getting better for his teammates and just being the best teammate he can be. And you know what? I love that. I love Jonah's approach and that's what we need. We didn't. We don't want no drama. Like what's going on with the Bills and Stephon Diggs not reporting, but apparently that's like a non-football issue. But still, it's still a distraction for the Buffalo Bills there. So, you know, Jonah Williams could have easily not show up. You know, he's like he could have, he could have not. But it's a good thing that he's here. So, more about Joe Burr talking with the media. So he talked about having. No plans to back off on his regimen during the five-week break before training camp begins for the Bengals in late July. This is what Joe said. I wouldn't say this is the time to get away from it. I would say this next five to six weeks for me are getting my mind right to go through the grind of the season. I would say this is the time where I kind of ramp up my mentality, ramp up my training to get ready for the season, end quote. Love that. Love that. You know, Joe Burrow hasn't had a clean offseason since he's been in the NFL. So you got 2020 with COVID, and then he tore his ACL in his rookie season, in the middle of his rookie season. So he was rehabbing his injured knee throughout that offseason. And then last season, about a month before the regular season opening game against the Steelers. Dude had an emergency appendectomy. And you can tell that Joe was very off the first two games of the season. But obviously Joe rebounded 
perfectly fine and had one hell of a season last year. So let's just hope that nine gets a perfect offseason with nothing, no injuries, nothing. If you can get that with Joe Burrow through training camp, through preseason, and he is ready and healthy and ready to rock in Cleveland week one, then let's go. Let's go. MVP Joe, here we come. Also, Joe said to the media, he is done answering about contract extension. And you know what? Good. It's going to happen. It will happen when it happens, okay? And I just have a feeling that we're going to hear the news of Joe Burrow's contract extension probably the week leading up to training camp or during training camp, okay? So that's my prediction. But I I think it's going to happen before camp. So that week leading up to camp, the news of Joe Burrow contract extension for this amount of years, this amount of dollars, all that stuff. So also Joe Burrow and teammates were at Great American Ballpark last weekend hitting with the Reds players and Joe hit four home runs all to left field using Reds catcher Tyler Stevenson's bat. And also Joe Burrow talks about the potential next superstar athlete in the city in Reds player Ellie De La Cruz. This is what Joe said. He's exciting to watch. You kind of see now the city rallies around guys when they're up and coming and have a chance to be great. It's exciting that the city embraces you like that. Those guys over there are starting to feel it because they put together a little run here. That's something we felt. And with FC Cincy too, the energy in the city right now is exciting. I'm glad that Joe Burrow mentioned FC Cincinnati because I know a lot of people don't really mess with soccer, but what FC is doing and what FC has been through ever since they were brought into the MLS two years ago, guys, that team was horrible. One of the worst teams probably in MLS history. And now the start they've had to this season is one of the best starts ever. They're breaking records. Who would have thought that? So I'm glad that Burrow mentioned FC Cincinnati right there. It's exciting to be a Cincinnati sports fan. Like I said, the Bengals are seeing it with the Reds and FC Cincinnati. You got UC officially will be a member of the Big 12 on July 1st, so a couple of weeks from now. So that's exciting. Man, it's a good time to be a Cincinnati sports fan, guys. It really is. So buckle up. It should be should be one hell of an end to 2023 in this city. Hopefully, we'll be on the good side. So, all right. So, that's pretty much it for this podcast. I just wanted to just talk about the Bengals mini camp. And they'll have, like I said, the next five to six weeks off before reporting to training camp officially in late July. So, football is right around the corner, guys. So, I will talk to you guys soon you guys have a good night and i will talk to you guys later peace and also who day by the way obviously duh i'm out